Hayyem Yem, the second day of Tevis, the last day of Hanukkah, Zayis Hanukkah. It's going to be a free translation. I didn't find the English today. The war of the Greeks was, like we say in Alanisim, to make them forget your Torah and to remove them from the decrees of your will. That's a description of the law. And he says, to be more precise, the Medrash tells us that they made a specific decree and said that they want you to write, they want Jews to write a, a statement declaring that you have no portion in the God of Israel. What does that, that was the words they wanted them to write. And what does that, uh, uh, so it's a very interesting Medrash. They said they write it on the, on the horns of your, of your oxen. It's actually the Jews, anyone who had oxen sold their oxen. It was like a whole game. Being played, but but what what was it the Greeks really wanted? Since he says the whole war was against godliness, and now very key words: Zolman learn Torah, learn Torah, no problem. Zolman mekayim mitzvahs, fulfill the mitzvahs, no problem. What mitzvahs though? The rational mitzvahs, the mishpatim, respect your aunt, mother and father, right? The mitzvahs that make sense, the uh, charity. Being meticulous about honesty and business, that you, that you should keep. Even edus, mitzvahs of testimonials, do those also because those are commemorations. Those are so beautiful. Those are such nice traditions. You're keeping up. You're remembering your 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 your, your heritage and and your day of liberation, Passover, and your all your days. That's such a beautiful thing. They had no problem with that. You know what they had a problem with? Don't mention that the Torah. When you learn the Torah, don't mention that it's Hashem's Torah. And that the mitzvahs you do them because they're the decrees of Hashem's will, right? Don't mention in the Torah and the mitzvahs that you're doing the concept of godliness. Perfect sense. For that. So, in other words, what are we saying? In other words, the Greeks were brilliant people. They were, right? The 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 the, the heritage of um, Socrates and Plato and uh, and and Aristotle and so on the greek empire was an unbelievably sophisticated and brilliant people and they were blown away by the wisdom of the jewish people of the torah and so on they were very they were extremely taken what disturbed them specifically was that's why we say in alanisim if you know the three categories of mitzvot chukam are mitzvot that don't make sense why do we do the chukim? They're not perceptible. They're not perceptible, right? Why do we do the mitzvahs of the chukim? Because that's what Hashem wants. That's what Hashem wants. That drove them crazy. They, on the contrary, it, it drove them more crazy by the Jewish people because they said, you're so brilliant and yet you have such, a, you have such pure and absolute faith in God mm-hmm. that what Hashem says is what we listen, is what we do. And in fact, here's the truth. Even mitzvahs that don't make sense, they, didn't, they wouldn't ultimately have a problem with as long as you came with this approach. As long as you said... I don't understand the reason, but I'm sure there is a good reason. If a Jew came with that approach and said, you know, God is smarter than me, and I'm sure there's a great reason, that in itself wouldn't drive them crazy either because anyone smart realizes that there are people smarter than you, right? There's a professor somewhere out there who's smarter than you, right? So even if they're smart, they could readily admit that there's a level which is smarter than them. So God is smarter than them. It's not a crazy thing. The problem they had was, that's why we say in the Alanism, the decrees of your will. In other words, we don't do it because it makes sense, even, if, even though we don't understand the logic. We do it because it's what Hashem's will. That's, 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 right? that's a true relationship. That's a connection with God. It's just like in a human relationship between a husband and a wife, between a spouse, or even a good friend. Right? If I'm only doing it because it makes sense, Right, I need, I need to understand the logic, or even no, if I don't. There's no basis. Or even if I don't need to understand the logic, I need to understand that you have logic behind what you're saying. That's not a true relationship. I do it because that's what's going to make you happy. 
What, what, what do you need beyond that in terms of you actually doing the bottom line? Either you have this relationship or you don't have this relationship. So this is the connection with godliness that we're talking about. And this is the problem that they had. And, and because they were big theologians. They had no problem with theology. They had no problem with temples. The Greek empire was know, thousands of temples. temples. They, they had a problem with our temple. They had to, and they didn't even destroy the temple. They didn't have a problem. They wanted to defile the temple. They needed to get in there. And that was the war, truly the war. Now it's interesting. I'll just note, I'll conclude with this. Contrasting this with the Hagyam Yemim of a few days ago. Because over here it says that the Greeks said, Zolmen, Lerman, Taita, Zolmen, fulfill the Taita, do them, is no problem. Just don't bring in God, you know, godliness. Don't bring in. But yet we, we learned on uh, the Hagyam Yemim, the 29th day of Kislev, that what were the sins of the Jews in that time? It was assimilation, it was desecration of Shabbos, it was eating not kosher, and it was, it was, it was not keeping family purity. Right, so seemingly over here they don't have an objection to Judaism, and so uh, I would just lining these two up. I would say is an interesting difference, which comes out right away that the Greeks, as far as they're concerned, their problem isn't the religion itself. Their problem is the way you're fulfilling it. Too much godliness, too much, you know, they drove them crazy. But how do the Jews respond? How do the Jews respond? You know what ends up happening when you take God out of Judaism? When you take the godliness, the purity out of Judaism? That you end up not keeping Judaism. Right. In other words, that was as far as the Greeks were concerned. But what ended up happening by the Jewish people? It's not like we kept doing Judaism the same as before, and just you know we didn't have as much heart and soul. Oh, you end up desecrating Shabbos. You end up not keeping kosher. You end up not keeping Tzadik Hamishpacha. Without the soul of Judaism, it can't survive. It doesn't survive. And that's the same thing in our days. Remember, we said a few days ago that Hanukkah is the most similar to today's culture, today's battle, the Hellenization. And the war that we're waging here in America. And it's very, very similar to what happened 2,200 years ago. And the dynamic is the same, that the moment you remove Hashem from the picture, the moment you don't have that chassidus, you don't have that relationship with God, it's very difficult to talk about practical stuff, you know. There are people who just want to do the practical. Keep Shabbos, keep kosher. The person needs to be inspired. They need to be uplifted. It's, yeah, it's not just going to, I'm going to start keeping the whole code of Jewish law. Has it has to be a soul, it has to be a connection. Absolutely. Everybody have a wonderful day and a happy wow. ending of uh, Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah.